recording and maybe recording it's recording all right what's up everybody hope everyone's doing as lovely and splendid as i am let's try to meander through this crazy mad wild world together this is big john you are listening to and watching americana the american way and I'm going to light a cigar. We're going to talk a little more about Uvalde, Texas, and my opinions of that situation. And uh, other people's opinions of that situation. And then either latter in this video or in a separate video podcast, uh, holl at you about... Uh, Republicans who are closet globalists and what all went down in town at the World Economic Forum. So, this might be a long video and podcast. It might be two separate ones depending on how I feel like breaking it up. So, hang tight. Let's see how this wild, wild world get, treats us. I just thought that was fitting. That's Celtic Woman. It's actually about four or five, ten women singing a, a, a verse. And uh, I just thought it was fitting right now. We need Lift It Up, right? It's a good Christian song. And, uh, well, hey. Next to laughter, music is the best medicine. 
Crow, in gooder news for Raiders fans like moi, looks like Colin Kaepernick is not going to join the team. Um, this article says uh, newly appointed head coach uh, didn't want to dig too deep into the details. For him, it was a matter of creating a competitive environment within the team and trying to find areas of improvement. We're encouraging competition right now, McDaniels said. I think our football understands that competition is the best or is the way for each player to improve. We brought in tons of people for workouts. If there's an opportunity to improve the team, we said it from day one that we would look at every opportunity, the coach added. He's not the first part we've looked at, not the last one. There are going to be a lot of people <coughs> we are going to come in and out of this building and have the opportunity to make the impression. The article goes on to say, To be real, the chances of Kaepernick making the roster at this point in his career are close to zero. He's been away from the game for far too long, so it's hard not to feel like this is propaganda and PR for the Raiders. Well, thank heavens for that. That was the last thing the Raiders would need after all of the problems they had last year. Um, obviously, the John Gruden emails. Um, you had uh, Henry Ruggs committing vehicular homicide and all sorts of other problems. Um, and by the way, John Gruden cleared a hurdle in his lawsuit against the NFL. Uh, I don't know what the exact legal hurdle was, but a, an appellate court or appellate court upheld uh, or sided with John Gruden uh, that his lawsuit can go forward because out of 300 or more thousand emails, 300,000 or more emails, his were the only ones that the NFL released to the public. <laughs> Gee, that's a coincidence. All right, let's, let's go talk Uvalde, Texas and what's going on there. Alright, that was a quickie. So, for the people on the podcast, you'll be able to hear this on the video. Um, I, I don't think it will come through clear. It's just how my setup is. So let's go here real quick. Okay, hey, from the, from the benefit of hindsight, where I'm sitting now, of course it was not the right decision. It was the wrong decision, period. There's no, no excuse for that. From what we know, we believe there should have been an entry at that as soon as you can. Hey, when there's an active shooter, the, the rules change. It's no longer, okay, 
It's no longer a barricaded subject. We don't have time. We don't care what agency you're from. You don't have to have a leader on the scene. Every officer lines up, stacks up, goes and finds where those rounds are being fired at and keeps shooting until the subject is dead, period. So that was an edited, edited down uh, version, but... I mean, you can just count, tell because he starts out, you just barely catch uh, the officer there saying, uh, in the benefit of hindsight. So looking back, they might have done things differently is what he's saying. Um, Governor Abbott, according to the Hill, uh, Hill Mag, the Hill Magazine or Hill, the Hill Newspaper, whatever it is, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, is livid, says he was misled on the police response to the shooting. Now, the police were inside the building within four minutes after the shooter was in there, okay? there He crashed his vehicle on purpose, we now know. Uh, he jumped out. He shot at a couple of people at a funeral home. Then he entered the school building. More on that later. The police got the call of an active shooter. They already had uh, calls out that he had shot his grandmother. And so uh, they were en route to the school and they got there quick. Um, a, a, a keen side note that I found out earlier this evening before I get too far into this. Uvalde is uh, at one of the small towns on the Texas, in the neighborhood of the Texas border. I don't think it's exactly on the border, but close enough. Uh, they are a big part of the uh, border, border control crisis. The mayor said that some people, you know, he dared the president and the Congress and whoever to come talk to the ranchers. And he said that the mayor said some people won't let their kids outside to play unless one of the parents is outside with a gun. That that's how much trouble there is coming across that southern border into this area. That's why... Uh, a border patrol agent was ultimately the one to take out the suspect. Governor Abbott ordered board, more border patrol and more police to the border. And thank goodness in this situation. So Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott said he was misled and livid over inaccurate information he was given about the police response Let's see what was inaccurate. During a press conference Friday, hours after police acknowledged they should have engaged with an active shooter at a deadly sh shooting, Abbott said uh, he was given incorrect information about the initial response. Now, yesterday, we heard in a press conference that there were two officers who were engaged with the suspect, with the asshole, uh, Salvador Ramos, uh, while he was engaged in the classroom. And the shooting had stopped, 
after he barricaded himself in this room and the only shots that were fired were when officers tried to approach the room after that. So I don't see what was wrong with that approach. Uh, Abbott said, I was misled and I'm livid about what happened. Uh, Everyone has learned the information I was given has turned out in part to be inaccurate. I'm absolutely livid about that. My expectation is that law enforcement leaders leading the investigation will get to the bottom of every fact with absolute certainty. Let's just crush, or pardon me, let's just rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they're supposed to, said Javier uh, Cesares, father of a fourth grader who died during the shooting. Representative Tony Gonzalez, Republican of Texas, who represents the district, said there was a 30-minute lull when the shooter barricaded himself in the room. Right. The shooter was not shooting at anyone, except for occasionally when the officers approached the room he was barricaded in. Uh, Gonzalez goes on to say, All of it, I understand, lasted about an hour. So the whole, from the time the shooter went in, four minutes later, the officers were inside. And then, so from the time he went in till the time he was shot to death, the shooter was in there for one hour. But he was not consistently shooting for one hour. This is where the public is being misled by the politicians and the press. If he were shooting for an hour solid while the police were outside playing hee-haw, which is what you're being told, there would be a lot more than uh, 20-something people dead. Listen, man, one, one is one too many when it comes to people being murdered by a homicidal maniac. Okay? But it's all this bullshit now republicans are getting caught up in it too of paint the officers as the worst possible people that didn't do their job well enough bull crap bullshit crap shit boss all right let's go back to what uh tony speedy gonzalez here said uh they felt as if they got him barricaded in the rest of the students in the school are now leaving and that's what was happening The safety of the officers and the students are a priority. Now, the argument that's not being made, what's not being said is there were kids in that school, that classroom, that were bleeding to death. They're just obsessed with the police running into the classroom like it's a movie or a TV show, breaking the door down. I don't care what school building you're in. The doors are not light. They are not flimsy like the shit doors they put on houses now. Okay? Even an, an older school building is going to have doors that have substantial frames that have so, they're solid doors. You're not just going to kick that in and break it down easily. The first officer in is going to get killed. If this guy's got... Uh, 
a long barrel rifle and a lot of ammunition. Maybe the first several officers are killed. Well, what good is that? He's not shooting anymore. Yeah, you don't know for certain what's going on in that classroom. Are there kids that are bleeding out? Yeah, sadly, yes. But we don't know how many were killed instantly, how many uh, bled out, how many succumbed to their injuries in that 30-minute uh, lull or one hour of time. I mean, this is tragic, people. And these kind of statements don't need to be made by lazy-ass politicians. Let the police do their damn jobs. The son of a bitch is dead. Salvador Ramos, a piece of human excrement, is dead. Thank God. He doesn't deserve to be out here with the rest of us sucking up all the clean, well, all the polluted oxygen. Anyways, but the children were being evacuated during this 30-minute lull. The lull was in... Ramos's shooting. There was not a lull by law enforcement where they were him hawing, he hawing around uh, outside like the screw around gang or something, like you're being led to believe by the anti police media and evidently anti police politicians. All right, let's go here. One more article Texas gunman. This is this is fun and slap happy pappy jappy. Uh, Texas gunman was arrested four years ago after saying he planned to shoot up the school. Uh, this is from Metro. I don't know what kind of publication that is, but let's see. Texas school gunman Salvador Ramos was arrested. Four years ago, after he said he planned to shoot up the school when he turned 18 in 2022, according to a U.S. lawmaker. If this is true, this scumbag should have never owned a gun. This should have gone on his record as part of his, that was part of his background check. And Salvador Ramos did pass a background check. And there are background checks for everyone that walks into a gun store and tries to buy a gun. You're being lied to by Chuck Schumer and the media that there are no background checks at guns, uh, gun stores and gun shows. But this should have been on his background check and should have disqualified him from purchasing those guns. Not saying he wouldn't have been able to buy a gun from the CIA in one of their gun running operations. But I'm just saying, he would not have been able to legally purchase a firearm if that were on his record. And that's a common sense law. If you've threatened to shoot your school up, I don't care if you are a freshman, an eighth grader, a kindergartner, if you said somewhere along the lines and you were arrested for it, one or the other, that should be on your record and you should be barred from owning a firearm. So here's our friend Tony Speedy Gonzalez here, Rep 
Tony Gonzalez. I'm just calling him Speedy because that's a cartoon. I don't have anything against the guy. Uh, Texas offered new details about the Robb Elementary School massacre to Fox... Oh, gosh, there's two red flags. Fox News and a politician collaborating. Well, anyways, uh, this wasn't hearsay. I got this late last night. The shooter was arrested years ago, four years ago, for having this plan for basically saying, for saying, you know, when I'm a senior in 2022, I'm going to shoot up a school, Gonzalez said. Something fell between the cracks. Yeah, them some big-ass cracks there, Speedy. Them some big-ass cracks that that fell through. Um, so, the, something fell between the cracks then and now to allow this to happen. We need to shake out all the facts. Gonzalez said authorities must figure out what happened to ensure a similar scenario does not occur again. But if law enforcement, you know, identified him four years ago as a threat, we need to figure out why he wasn't, you know, how we, how he got removed from that, Gonzalez said. Okay, well, that was, I'm going to have to figure out what the hell you're talking about, Speedy. Um, it sounds like he's saying what I'm saying. How did this guy fall through the cracks? Why was he allowed to purchase a firearm when he had been arrested for threatening to shoot up the school. Uh, it's important to note, and I'm not going to read into all this shit because it'll take too long. Well, maybe I will. Uh, but Republicans offered up a school protection bill in the Senate that Chuck Schumer and Senate Democrats refused to take up talked about the Democrats and Chuck Schumer's plans in a previous podcast. One is an anti-domestic terrorism bill that focuses on white supremacists as the biggest threat to America. The other is a background check bill, which we already have background checks. Okay? The only things we really need to tighten up are situations like this one where the criminal said he was going to do this four years ago and was arrested four years ago and that arrest was not on his record anymore. It wasn't in the FBI background check system. He shouldn't have been able to purchase the guns. Now, the background check that the Democrats are pushing or if me, I am selling a gun to you. And private sales of guns, like I sold a gun to a friend of mine, he's not a, a crazed lunatic, uh, a few years ago. He and I did not have to do the background check process. The bill the Democrats want to put forth would make private gun sales require a background check. Now, how are you going to police this other than the fact that I people like me just ratted on themselves? <laughs> um, I just snitched on myself. 
but the the whole idea is you take the gun me and my friend go to a licensed gun dealer and that person takes possession of the gun and does the background check and if my friend comes up red flag they don't get the gun the gun I assume is given back to me the owner and then I go out in a parking lot and sell it to my friend anyway uh, now that's what the Democrats are telling you we have no background check laws for let's since we're on the topic and you need the information let's look at what the Republicans put forward as an alternative to these waste of time bills that the Democrats are pushing. The Republicans put forward a school protection bill, which is common sense. Everyone's calling for common sense gun control laws. Well, here's common sense, and Chuck Schumer and the Democrats are snubbing it. Bach with that in a moment. Alright, lovely, lovely, lovely. Alright, so let's look at this. Uh, what Republicans are doing to... Uh, help school safety here. Uh, Governor Mike DeWine pushes school safety gun measures and in indicates he'd limit something. I have that article pulled up. Senators Rick Scott, uh, uh, Ron Johnson have a bill up to... Uh, Uh, improve school safety, which Chuck Schumer shut down. Other headlines, the Oregonian says Senate Republicans shut down gun safety debate, block hate crime legislation. Uh, Senate Republicans, this is from Syracuse.com, Senate Republicans block domestic terrorism bill and gun policy debate. So you've got three out of five articles giving Republicans negative press on this school safety bill. Uh, here's Fox News. Sorry, I have to quote Fox News on this. Uh, Schumer blocks Senate GOP school safety bill angering Republicans. All Chuck Schumer and people want to do is take away your guns. And, you know, obviously it's it's a hot moment in this country uh, right now. And I'm getting all kind of ideas and thoughts and feelings from friends and colleagues about what should be done in the gun safety and school safety realm of things. Now, here's the thing. Assholes are always going to be assholes. Bad people are always going to be bad people. Okay? It's that simple. 
in, let's say, China, where the public is extremely uh, limited from having guns. Somebody went into a school and stabbed 20-some kids a few years ago. Well, then we got outlaw knives. Then somebody's going to take a, a club and beat people. They do that all the time anyway. But we're going to have to outlaw clubs. Well, there's already laws against that. There are already laws against murder. Okay? Sometimes in life, horrific things happen. Tragedies happen. Look throughout human history. Go back a thousand years in history. And horrible things were done by horrible people. You can't stop it. We can try. There are things that we should do. But these two bills that the Democrats are pushing are nothing but propaganda. Here were Republicans with a common sense bill that got shot down because it made too much sense probably. So, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said on Wednesday, uh, or pardon, on Wednesday, blocked the school safety bill uh, that has Republicans crying foul. After the massacre shooting uh, in Uvalde, Texas Elementary School, 19 children were killed and two teachers. Ron Johnson, Republican Wisconsin, asked for the Luke and Alex school safety bill to be passed by unanimous consent. The bill named after Parkland, uh, after Parkland, Florida shooting victims Luke Hoyer and Alex uh, Shatner would require the Department of Homeland Security to establish a federal clearinghouse on school safety best practices. Well, that makes some sense. For use by state and local educational and law enforcement agencies, institutions for higher education, health professionals, and the public. It would require the DHS to con collect clearinghouse data, analytics, user feedback on implementation of best practices and recommendation by or recommendations identified by the clearinghouse and any evaluations conducted on these best practices and recommendations the clearinghouse which is already available at schoolsafety.gov so go to schoolsafety.gov you can find this would be codified into law with the bill's passage. Schumer objected to Johnson's request, claiming on Twitter that the bill could see more guns in schools. So how much you want to bet this bill probably included allowing uh, teachers and staff to get certified and qualified to carry a gun in school and then that would be more guns I'm just guessing here that that's what that would mean uh, when 
Schumer said that the law could see more guns in schools, probably in the hands of good law-abiding people that are only there to protect the children and themselves and their co the co-workers. The truth, officers were, set, were at the school in Texas, Schumer said. The shooter got past them. That is not true. He never engaged with law enforcement until after he started shooting inside the school. We need real solutions. We will vote on gun legislation starting with the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act. That has nothing to do with protecting your children. Nothing. It's about an outdated idea that there are white supremacists that just are out to kill black people and terrorism. You know, like the Democrats' enforcement arm, the Ku Klux Klan, back in the day. Now what? Oh, the Klan's Republican. The Klan's conservatives. Yeah, that's why there are about four and a half Klan members left on the face of the earth. Because Republicans have goddamn common sense and we don't go for that crap. The article goes on to say, on the Senate floor, Schumer said the legislation could be considered if Republicans agree to debate, debate on the domestic terrorism bill. Yeah, he'll consider it, and then I'll say, go screw yourself. Johnson responded that it's a sad day in the, for the United States Senate, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reported. Johnson later tweeted, not surprising the Democrats' leader would lie about the bill he blocked that parents of Parkland victims have tried passing for years. Dems aren't looking for solutions. They want to wedge issues that they hope will keep them in power. Sick, end quote. So this is what I said the other day. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to end with this. The Democrats have nothing. Actually, I'm not going to. And I'll put Mike DeWine's story in the description on Rumble. How's that? Okay, Democrats have nothing to run on in 2022. They're going to get clobbered in this midterm election. They have to dig stuff up. Essentially dirt on Republicans. They're trying to do it through the court system, calling people like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene, among others, insurrectionists and invoking the 14th Amendment. They're trying to run on these politicized shootings of innocent children. We're all sad. We all, none of us want to see it again. But some of us want to come up with plans that work. We want to come up with plans that make sense and work. All right, let's see in two seconds what my buddy Mike DeWine has to say about all this. Governor Mike DeWine pushes for hardened schools and strengthen, uh, strengthen gun laws, but indicates he's limited by Ohio lawmakers. Uh, in the wake of Tuesday's mass shooting at te a Texas elementary school, Mike DeWine on Friday outlined 
a long list of steps his administration will take to improve school security and reduce gun violence. Speaking with reporters at the Ohio State House, DeWine also called on state lawmakers to pass bills to spend money hardening Ohio schools, cracking down on repeat gun offenders, easing training requirements for school employees to be armed on school grounds. Well, gee willikers, gosh dang, that all makes a whole lot of common sense. That'd be like common sense gun control. But the Democrats don't want to do it. Cheese oh, whiz. You know, Mike Dwine's whole career, uh, well, some of his career, has been criticized being soft, being a moderate, being a rhino. Mike does what is right in his heart. He became a county prosecutor. He found he learned that the laws in the state of Ohio were soft on drunk driving. He then became a state legislator, legislator, to make stricter laws. He enforced and put as many people in jail for DUI and uh, injuring people in DUI crashes as he could as a prosecutor. When the laws weren't strong enough, he stepped up to the state legislature and got <coughs> stricter DUI laws passed. Driving under the influence of alcohol, driving drunk, driving impaired, whatever you want to call it. The guy takes action, and the that first paragraph there I read are common sense actions to saving our students and protecting people, be it a healthcare clinic, a school, a synagogue, a church, wherever it might be. Because the problem is not white supremacy, it is not me selling a gun to a friend of mine. It's uh, not you selling a gun to a friend of yours. The problem is crazy people that should not have access to guns and good, law-abiding, kind people not being able to protect themselves and protect others. There you have it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Until then, pray for each other and stay safe, my friends.